It's okay, boy. It's okay. We're getting help. What the? Zack shoved his feet into the Timberland boots he'd discarded by his front door and strode across his porch, down the steps, and onto the walk. The icy cold air of January in Maine felt like a closed fist punch in the face, making him wince, but at least it was a new pain and distracted him from the ache in his back. He stood beside the girl in the purple coat and glanced up. Peering at him over the lip of the narrow porch roof was a tiny orange tabby, not much bigger than his fist. The smaller girl in a blue coat joined them. She glanced up and looked exasperated. Then she wagged her pointer finger at the feline and said, You are a naughty kitty. Can you get him down for us, sir, please? The girl in purple asked. He's just a baby. He might freeze to death. Yow! For a little guy, he sure had a decent lung capacity. For a wide variety of reasons, not the least of which was to end the cat's howling, Zack knew there was no way he was getting out of this without getting the kitten down. What's his name, Kitty? He asked. No. The younger one shook her head. She gave him an exasperated look. We call him Chaos. Zack looked at her droll little face and laughed. Of course you do, he said. Good name. The frigid winter air started to seep into his underdressed hide, and he shivered. Flannel pajama bottoms and a thermal shirt were no match for temperatures in the 20s. Wait here and keep an eye on him, he said. I'm going to get my ladder. The girls looked so relieved, he almost felt heroic. Glancing up at the kitten, who continued yowling, he figured he'd better save the self-congratulations until after he got the little furball down. As he strode back into the house, Rufus passed him, looking fierce. He barked, low and deep, and Zack shook his head at him. Too little too late, my friend, he said. Rufus ignored him and bounded toward the girls. The older one looked nervous and backed up, but the younger girl opened her arms wide. You have a dog, she cried, as if this were the greatest news ever. Sort of, he said. I'm temporarily dog-sitting him. Don't worry, he loves kids. As if to prove Zack right, Rufus dropped onto his back in the snow at the girl's feet, offering his belly for rubs. Both girls laughed, and Zack hurried inside, grabbed a thick chambray shirt off the back of a chair, and drew it on without bothering to button it. He then took the shortcut through the small house to the garage door. He lifted the ladder off its wall brackets and opened the side door that led him back out into his front yard. He didn't want to raise the garage door for fear he'd scare the kitten into doing something stupid. Although one could argue that climbing onto his roof was pretty dumb to begin with, especially on a day when the high temperature was 27 degrees and the ground still had a few feet of snow on it from the icy dumping they'd gotten yesterday. How had the little scrapper gotten up there anyway? He set the base of the ladder on the ground and propped the top against the porch roof. It took some adjusting, but when it felt steady, he began to climb. Not a fan of heights, Zack wasn't surprised when the world did one swift revolution, forcing him to grip the sides of the ladder. He closed his eyes for a second, allowing the vertigo to pass before he attempted to continue on. Hurry, mister, he stopped crying. I think his voice is frozen, 
the little one ordered. Please hurry, the older one added. Zack opened his eyes and kept going. He was almost at the roof when a shriek sounded from next door. Dang, this had to be the loudest Sunday in the history of the neighborhood. Maddie, Gracie, where are you? A woman's voice cried. Over here, Mama, the younger one answered. She waved as if her mother needed the visual to notice the man on the ladder just 20 yards from where she stood, looking bug-eyed and frantic. The woman looked as disheveled as Zach felt as she raced across the two yards to grab her girl's clothes. What are you doing over here? She cried. Girls, you know the rules. You are never to leave the backyard without me. I went inside for a tissue, and when I came out, you were both gone. You scared me to death. She kissed one head and then the other, as if to reassure herself that they were...